Can I do it tomorrow? Does it have to get done tonight? Shit, you ain't talking about nothing I want to hear right now. Does it have to get done tonight? Yes. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Okay. I Listen, I'm not a, a fortune teller, but I can tell you what's not going to happen tonight. And I tell you, I'll beat your motherfucking ass. Yeah, so I thought. Go on now, let me. I got shit to do. Go on. I wish you. I will beat your ass. I will beat your ass. Now your little thick ass can't run that. Play too fucking much. Oh shit, I'm live. Oh, oops. Y'all didn't hear that. I didn't. I didn't threaten my wife. I didn't threaten physical harm on my wife. I correct my wife. <laughs> I merely correct you, dear. I don't I don't physically assault you. Correction. Don't don't look at me like that. So you saying I, I beat you? Oh, okay, so I thought No, it's correction. Hey man, cocoa butter. Cocoa butter, man. <laughs> Everybody's like, oh my God, is he gonna, is he really beating her? Sly, please don't tell us you beat your wife beater, please, bro. Don't be a wife beater, bro. <laughs> Yo, my bad, y'all. I'm sorry, I'm eating a motherfucking coconut strip. And um, I was trying to wait for A and one to finish their stream, but um, I, I got kind of antsy. So uh, do me a favor. Find you guys to, to your seats. And, uh, yeah. Heavily flawed. On the Wake Up Radio. www.onthewakeupradio.com Shout out to my producer, Cindy. Mm, catch the replays on a whole bunch of channels, y'all. Wait a minute. That's so fucked up. Now I'm being, now I'm being a jerk. Let me find it real quick. Oh yeah, so find me on um, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher, Google, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and Anchor for the replays. All right, I got everybody coming in. Cool, cool, cool. Right, right, right. Maljis, what's happening? Lamont, what's happening? Conspiracy, what's happening? Uh oh, uh oh, big homies in the house. Ednice, hey, hey, Rue, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Renzo, I see you. Club Fortune. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Renzo. All right. All right. What's up? What's up? What's up? All right. For the record, I'm not a wife beater. I don't beat my wife. I correct my wife. I instruct my wife. <laughs> All right. So listen. Um, Like AM had asked me to do uh to give my thoughts on the recent IG post from um what's this this broad's name what is her name I got it in my in my folder but I think it's something a little bit more than I think that everybody's kind of missing it's not just so much an attack on on black men uh you know their preferences and you know their 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 
Um, shit. So I'm going to do a little deeper dive than what everybody else is doing. It's not just black women. It's women, period. Okay. Now, I have my thoughts and opinions, but I'll say that for later. Women's, women's, women. Yo, girl, yo, you got y'all better than me. There's some conversations with some people I just will not entertain at all. I just won't do it. I just won't do it. So, hey, let's get into it. But they have the, some hating folks in the crowd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man, like I said, shout out to everybody that's uh, that's covering this topic. But I'm, I'm going to do things a little, a little different. So, what I'm going to do is show y'all what the the white the, the white female counterpart kind of parts are up to uh let's let's go over this together shall we because i want to be fair with this all right first things first this is an article and when i say manosphere well, with the s i'm talking both black and white because both of y'all in trouble both of y'all got some 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 things to some issues looming in, in, in the, the near future, I believe so. Okay. Now this is from a white woman. This was October 4th, 2021 written by Jessica Eisten. She is a PhD candidate and associate lecturer in the department of the linguistics and English language at Lancaster university. Okay. Her PhD research investigates online misogyny and anti-feminism in the manosphere this is what she's basing her phd on jessica is a member of the man trap research project this is october 4th 2021 this is for the white dudes i'm going with the white dudes first okay i'm going with the white dudes first the man trap research project okay once again explores the misogynistic or misogynist and anti-feminist language found in male dominated communities on various social media platforms. This woman is a PhD goddamn candidate. I can't make this shit up. Now I don't understand. I don't know. See how y'all didn't, how everybody missed all this and I'm the only one to find it. I can't be the only one. Okay. So let's get, let's continue on to this. She asked the question, what is the manosphere? Okay. See, I'm telling people at this point, you can't differentiate the black from the white. You just can't. To me, they're too entwined because basically one was spawned from the other. Okay. We all know the history. Um, You have brothers over in the white manosphere felt that their needs and, and wants were not being addressed and their voices weren't being heard and respected. And they branched off. Right. They pulled the venom, the venom symbiote broke off and a bunch of other symbiotes. This is what this is what happened. Okay, the manosphere, this according to this woman here, is a network of online men's communities who promote anti-feminist and sexist beliefs, blaming women and feminists for all sorts of problems in society. Many of these communities encourage resentment or even hatred towards women and girls. There are four main groups, men's rights activists advocate political changes that will benefit men however much of their activism consists of harassment and abuse towards feminists and other female public figures migtow 
argue that women are so toxic that men should avoid them altogether. Some MGTOW will date women, but avoid anything serious like getting married while, uh, while others won't even be friends with women. Listen to the rhetoric. Listen to the programming. Okay. Listen to the tone. All right. Pickup artists. PUAs. Teach men seduct seduction strategies so that they can be more successful in attracting women. Many of these techniques involve mistreating women, such as insulting them or disregarding consent. She said disregarding consent. Wait, wait, I'm going to say it again. Disregarding consent. Disregarding consent. Mistreating women. Insulting them. Seduction strategies. So they can be more successful in attracting women. Do you understand? This is the this is what the white women are up to. All right. Then we have the incels. <laughs> incels believe they are entitled to a relationship with a woman, but are incapable of finding a partner. Multiple acts of extreme violence and even murder. Multiple acts of extreme violence and murder. Multiple acts of extreme violence and even murder. Have you been attributed to this group? Okay. Let's continue. How are young people influenced? A 2020 hope not hate report demonstrated how the manosphere influ influences young people's beliefs about feminism. Boys are repeating manosphere talking points in school and even harassing female teachers. They found the report found that 50% of young men aged 16 and 24 believe feminism makes it more difficult for men to succeed. Owen Jones, head of education and training at hope, hope not hate says that gender equality is the most difficult subject to teach. Many students don't believe sexism is a problem. And when teaching the subject, there is an aggressive backlash from male students who not only deny the issues, but try to silence any notion of female empowerment or critique of male culture. This can make it difficult to have productive conversations about important issues like sexism or gender stereotypes in the classroom. Do you see where it's going? Let's continue. How do young people find the manosphere? Many manosphere groups host their own websites and have seen increasing traffic with some seeing growth from thousands to millions of users. However, these groups can also be found on popular social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Reddit in particular is home to many Manosphere communities, although the most popular MGTOW and incel subreddits have recently been banned. Young people may also find the Manosphere via YouTube as the watch next algorithm has been known to recommend increasingly sexist and anti-feminist content in order to keep users engaged. TikTok may be another avenue as the MGTOW and pickup artist communities in particular are becoming more prevalent there. <laughs> what language should I look out for? There are several words and phrases which suggest that someone is familiar with the manosphere, such as red pill. Blue pill, alpha male, Chad, beta male, cuck, femoid, gynocentrism, 
gynocentrism. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Okay. How can we make young people less perceptible to these harms? A lot of manosphere beliefs follow mainstream thoughts about gender and sexuality. Many teenage boys feel ashamed about not having a girlfriend, but this does not necessarily mean they will identify as an incel. Therefore, it is important to have early conversations about healthy relationships and gender relations so that young people do not get sucked into the black and white and often defeatist thinking of the manosphere. Tools like the Online Together Project are designed to help start these conversations. Constructive, constructive support with difficult feelings around girls, sexuality and masculinity is also essential. Okay. That's the first example. That's the first example. So let me exit out of there. So <laughs> let me get up to these comments. <laughs> Keep Pataki's in the house, Lorville. Hey, sis, are you? This is what the white women are up to. All right, this is what the white women are up to. <laughs> so, is it really wrong to be an anti-feminist man? Listen, I'm I'm bleeding off with the white women because they are the progenitors for all this shit. Okay, all right. They, they done taught every woman on, on the planet how to deal with their men, basically. Okay. This woman is a PhD candidate at Lancaster University. She wrote this article in October, 2021. Now let's see what Wikipedia says about the manosphere. Okay. Let's, let's go down that rabbit hole. Shall we? All right. Manosphere is a collection of websites. Blogs and online forums promoting masculinity, strong opposition to feminism, and misogyny. Wait, wait. P promoting masculinity, strong opposition to feminism, and misogyny. Communities within the manosphere include men's rights activists, involuntary celib celib celibates, that's incels, and MGTOW. Pickup artists and fathers' rights groups. They've included father's rights groups into this, right? All you father's rights advocates, you guys like, you know, TLA and, and, uh, and all you other guys, they didn't loop, they didn't looped or linked in father's rights groups with this. Okay. The manosphere overlaps with the far right and alt-right communities. So all you, you, you black conservatives that talk that conservative shit, you know, it's also been associated with online harassment and has been implicated in ra radicalizing men into misogynist beliefs and the glorification of violence against some women. Some sources have associated manosphere based radicalization with mass shootings motivated by misogyny. Do y'all see the picture they're painting? Oh, I'm gonna get to urban dictionary, but right now I want to go with the white folk. I want to see, I want to see what the white folk are saying. But we're going to get to Urban Dictionary, okay? The history. Uh, it says it grew out of social movements such as the men's liberation movement of the 70s and 80s. Uh, groups now considered to be a part of the manosphere such as men's rights. 
predate the term manosphere. The term a play on the word blogosphere is believed to have first appeared in on Blogspot in 2009. Okay. It was subsequently popularized by Ian Ironwood, a pornography maker and author. The term entered the popular lexicon when news media began to use it in stories about men who had committed acts of misogynist violence, sexual assault, and online harassment. This is the narrative they're framing. Okay. Uh, ideology and content. The manosphere is a heterogeneous group of online communities that include men's rights and cells, blah, 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 blah. Let's get into the other part. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. While the specifics of each group's ideology sometimes conflict, the general ideology of manosphere groups centers on promotion of masculinity, strong opposition to feminism, and misogyny. Uh, journalist Caitlin Dewey argues that the main tenets of the manosphere can be reduced to one corruption of modern society by feminism in violation of inherent sex differences between men and women and the ability of men to save society or achieve sexual prowess by adopting a hyper-masculine role and forcing women to submit to them. Okay. Uh, let's see. And it gives the website here and there. Associated movements. Uh, the manosphere overlaps with the far right and non or neo reactionary with white nationalist alt right movement. Zuckerberg writes that many alt right members are either pickup artists or MGTOW, and the policing of white female sexuality is a major concern of the alt right. Okay, the severity of the anti feminism espoused within the communities varies with some espousing fa fairly mild sexism and others glorifying extreme misogyny. Racism and xenophobia are also common among groups in the manosphere and perceived threats against Western civilization as a popular topic. Now, before we get back, how, how long do you think it takes before the group or, or certain members of, of the groups are put on a DOJ watch list. How long do you think it takes before these, these men are going to be put on a DOJ watch list if they aren't already? Once again, how long do you think it'll take before they're put on a DOJ watch list? How long? How, how, how long? Right? Okay. Uh, Laney, let me see. The loudest manosphere creators focus on age of consent laws, 50-50 relationships, child support, and submission, which makes them a, a target to Skynet. Listen. You're free to, to, to say and, and whatever you want, but... <sighs> mm, yeah. You see, she ain't talking about the shorties that support these groups, just the men. Exactly. This is what the white men are, are up against currently. Okay, so now let's get into Niggerville. And let me look up Urban Dictionary. I'm, I'm curious to see what they say about it. 
Hold on. Oh boy. Okay, here we go. You ready? All right, here we go. This is the urban dictionary for the manosphere. Now, once again, it makes no distinction and neither shall I. Okay. Because to the, uh, to the average person, they're going to be the one in the same. All right. A group of websites made for men to discuss, uh, men interests and issues without women nagging them. <laughs> wait, wait. A group of websites made for men to discuss men interest and issues without women nagging them. That is golden. That is golden. A term coined by radical feminists to describe the group of men on the internet who aren't self-hating and don't believe that feminine is the ultimatum of all problems that men face in today's society as part of their smear campaign of the men's rights movement. Um, okay. Oh, let's let this. Okay. Okay. Here, here we go. This is interesting. A collective network of sites on the internet that is often very misogynistic in nature. It is a place where young men, young and old men, with no lives gather together to whine about how horrible women are because one too many sluts hurt them at one point in their lives and have been victimized by a gynocentric society. I'm not going to reread that again. Let's continue. <laughs> the comments on many forums refer to women being nothing more than being good for sex and household duties. They believe a man's value means nothing if a woman makes more money and feel that if a woman has a career and economic freedom, it automatically makes her like a man and turns her into a slut. The butt hurt in these comments is very prevalent as they express their contempt and resentment for the other half of the human race. Opposite end of the spectrum, gynosphere places on the net. Uh, and other feminist sites that don't always express contempt for men, but are the same, are the same, no lifers and illogical whiners as those in the manosphere that also like to show what victims they are and that the patriarchy keeps them down. I can't make this up. I can't. I can't. Reputation precedes. Okay. Okay. Okay, here we go. The red pill, as defined in the manosphere by following red pill advice, men can achieve greater things in life such as happiness, masculinity, camaraderie, wealth, confidence, alpha mentality, and not continuing to be a wimp or losing. By following red pill, uh, red pill advice, men can achieve the many triumphant deeds of our forefathers that are, which us men today seem to lack. Okay. All right. That, that, that's what's being, this is what's being propagated right now. 
that's what being on code looks like that's what happens when you are gender first this is what looks like when you're gender first all right this is what the white women are doing okay we're going to get to the sisters in a minute but this is what the white women are currently doing to their white men <laughs> this is the rhetoric they're putting out there against their own white men okay I'm so behind on these comments. Y'all forgive me. Forgive me. Forgive me. She's a, she's a goofball. She is a whole goofball. You're a goofball. All right. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, you're mine. Yeah. You're my goofball. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your owner. Uh, they may already be on the DOJ watch list. You know, the white family liberal puts a black male face on everything that just is just true. This is true. This is true. Who runs that website? Which, which one? Uh, I'm sorry. Which, which website? I'm so far behind on these comments. Y'all just, just roll with me. Just roll with me. Okay. Now we're going to get to the, the, the coup de gras. You know what? Okay. So I finally watched the matrix last night. It wasn't as bad, but it was bad. But I, I got through all the fluff and the, the two takeaways that I, I took from it, it was one line in which Neil Patrick Harris's character, when he was like teasing Neo, he's, he's about to kill Trinity. So this is, it's about, basically it's about Neo and Trinity. They kept reincarnating, building them out. And then, then the machines realized they can't be together because when they're together, they're, they're powerful. They're pretty much unstoppable together. So the machines were like, okay, we're going to bring back Neo wipe his memories, wipe, you know, rebuild them from scratch. And, um, it was like a test and they wanted to test to see if, if Trinity would remember Neo and if she would choose the, the blue pill of the light that she had versus the red pill that, uh, of, of Neo, if she would remember him. Right. So they're in the cat, they're in the, 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 I was a, a cafe or a bar and he's teasing him about killing Trinity. And he said, basically, people like the more we agitate the people through fear and all this, um, the more energy we, they produce, we feed off of it. And they like a comfortable life. Right. That was the main takeaway of the movie. The second major part was it wasn't so much that Trinity Trinity could fly. It was more like um, Hancock when they're together. You know, even though in Hancock when they're together, they're weak. But when Trinity and, and Neo are together, they're pretty much unstoppable. So the whole thing turned into Tr Trinity remembered who Neo was and she chose to be with Neo. And then they all the programs came in and tried to stop him and whatever the case may be. So um, so the first set of Matrix movies, Neo never believed he was the one. It was Trinity who believed in Neo. This movie is it, the reverse. He said, look, I'm, I would rather risk dying to go save her because she believed in me now it's my time my turn to believe in her i was like okay i get it i get it he stood by his woman he believed in his woman 
at the end of the day, if she's a chosen one, um, you know, what lengths would a man go through for his woman? And that's pre- pretty much what he did. He, re- he bucked the program and it was a repeating program. And every time it had bad, it had a bad outcome, but he was still like, I don't care how many times this thing ends up bad. I'm gonna, always going to go back and, and, and save my woman. That was it. Like, so everybody was ranting and raving, bitching and moaning, especially them, them red pill niggas. Oh man, Trinity, she could fly. Neo couldn't fly. And he's right on the back of the motorcycle. And I was like, you niggas, I, that's, this is why you have articles about the manosphere. This is why these women look at these dudes like that. I'm not saying they're wrong. I'm just saying, okay. Uh, we back at this. Nah, nah, nah. I'm just, I'm giving my take on it, man. I'm listening. I'm doing a little bit. I, I'm doing a little bit deeper dive. Everyone's all focused on what the black woman said. I'm giving context. It ain't just black women. Okay. It's the white woman that's leading the charge against her own man, providing a blueprint. Then everybody else kind of follows suit. That's all I'm saying. I'm not going to just listen. I'm going to do this, this topic one time and one time only, you know? Here you go. Tuck the hair and bone. That's, that's what we on. Tucking the hair and bone. <laughs> All right. So let me get into the main, um, bunch of slides that, that pretty much prompted this discussion. Like I said, shout out to AM1. He's having, he's had, he's had, and he's having this, this discussion, you know, yeah, Matrix was mid. I got it though. I, I don't get in my feelings about these movies, man. You know, God damn it. If I go down, like, bitch, you better pick up the slack, you know, like, that's what I expect my woman to do. Right. Okay, so uh, <laughs> I'm about forty. I hate y'all. Bullshit, y'all on that bullshit. Yeah, it, man. Listen, it wasn't that bad, but it, like I said, you're not into that, you know, man versus woman thing. You can see it for what it is. But like I said, when when they're in the cafe and he's about to put the gun to her head, or he he had one of his workers fire the, the bullet, and he's bullet time. He's beyond bullet time. So you know how in the original Matrix, Neo can move at bullet time. Well, Neo Patrick Harris is that times 10, you know, and uh, that's when he gives a speech about the people wanting comfort and certainty, right? Because they don't like change. They like knowing everything is going to be the same every day. They like the comfort of that uh, and then what the Matrix provides them, you know, so I, I picked up on that, you know, so I mean, that, I mean, I hear you, but you know, I watched it I, on my bad spoiler alert. Yeah, I was, I'm, I'm hella behind. Um, like I said, I'm not going to nitpick that movie. Thanks for spo- Listen, listen, that movie's been out for a month. Okay. HBO max. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Y'all not going to worry the fuck out of me. God damn it. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Give me one moment. Okay. Let me get rid of this troll. (laughs) All right, here we go. Uh, okay. Now let's get into the main, uh, slides that the woman posted on Instagram that sparked all this conversation. 
because what I've, I've noticed is a lot of guys are like real lackadaisical and real chill. Like, oh, it ain't going to be a problem. You know, it may spring up every once in a while, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, that's the wrong attitude to have. That's the exactly the wrong attitude to have. Where the fuck is that folder? Here we go. Darkest hue. Darkest hue from IG. Right? So the guys are like, oh, it's not a big deal. Okay. All right. I, I guess everybody forgets how media and propaganda work, right? Because, you know, they'll never ask us for our papers. No, 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 no. So let me get into it. Well, let me share with you guys. All right, you ready? And it's no in no particular order, but I'm just going to, you know, we're going to go over it together. We're not going to go too long because I, you know. So the first one was the first post she said, she asked, why is it so profitable to shit on black women? Should men even be allowed to have podcasts? LOL, but seriously. So the first things first is I don't know who's making a shit ton of money bashing black women. Find me that black man who makes millions of dollars. Okay. Find me the black man who makes Tom like money bashing black women. Please don't say Kevin Samuels because that's not enough money. Once again, find me the black man that's making Tom Likas money bashing black women. Find me that, find me that dude. Okay. Now, even though she put this in a joke, but listen, there are some women that, that wish that black men not have a voice, Right. There are some women that, that, that wish the black man did not have a voice to speak his concerns, his preferences, um, his grievances. Okay. There are women out there like that. Okay. But once again, can somebody provide me the black man that's making Tom Likas money for the last 20 years bashing black women? And even Kevin Samuels doesn't go as far as Tom Likas. He doesn't exist. Thank you, bro. You fucking right. He doesn't exist. Exactly. So this is disingenuous at best. So let's get to the next slide. Oh, shit. Where the fuck did I go? Okay, here we go. Like I said, in no particular order. I'm just going to go through these. We're going to go through these together. Oh, shit. Where the fuck is it? All right, there we go. Um, okay. Now it talks about preference. Now, you know, I guess it's, you know, it's, it's taboo to state that you have a preference okay so she says here black men have long jumped at the opportunity to announce their romantic preferences even when unprompted that is disingenuous that's very subjective it depends on who you are and what you've seen i don't know i don't i i i don't know do i see it yes but do i see it to the extent that she says she sees it i would say no all right. And then she continues to say these subtexts and these kinds of conversations reveal reveals that these preferences are grounded in colorism, featureism, texturism, and fat phobia. So let's kind of dive into that. Now, if you're going to ask me, there's nobody more colorist than black women. I said it. I'm sorry. Okay. Once again, I'm gonna be the bad guy tonight. Reg, I, I need to borrow your moniker. In my opinion, there's nobody more colorist than the black woman. I, I, you're not going to convince me respectfully. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. It, I, I, I've never heard arguments 
about 4C and 3C amongst men. I hear that shit up with black women all day, every day. Okay. If you're a light skinned chick and your hair is straight, somebody is looking at you crazy. Come on, y'all stop playing with me. Right. Right. It, it, it just now started being cool to say, Hey, I got 4C hair. Listen, I, I fucks with beauty chicks. Okay. I know hair chicks. I know the hair shit. It just now started being cool for black women to say, yo, I love my 4C hair. I love my 4C hair. It just now became cool doing that. Just now. Shut up. Ignore my wife. She has the spirit of an old white supremacist. Okay. My wife in the, in the past life was an old white supremacist. So you pay her no mind, but it just now became cool. To say I, I'm loving my 4C hair. Matter of fact, what's that chick's name? The the hotep chick, the thirsty hotep chick, the light skinned chick. The, she got the freckles. Goddess divine, nigga. Y'all see her hair? I ain't. I ain't, listen. Just, come on, just just rock with me real quick. Goddess divine. She used to be on YouTube a lot, right? And uh, she turned into an I. She's to me. She's turned into IG thought, if you ask me. But She's light skinned, very light skinned with freckles. And she got a, her hair is thick. And I mean thick. Okay. I mean two C's. Keep it cripping cuz. That's how thick her hair is. Respectfully. Okay. Her shit is so coarse. And I'm like, how are you this light skinned and your hair is this thick? Shut up. Oh, okay. 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 Then, then don't shut up. Yo. And like I said, I'm not trying to pick on her, but she's a, she's a perfect example of, it's like, how are you, how you, how are you yellow? And your hair is nigga, two C's, two C's. Okay. I ain't talking about thick in the ass and titties. Nigga, I'm talking thick. Like you, you're going to have a hard time. You need to wet her hair. To, to, to and grease that shit before you can run a comb through it. That's how thick her shit is. Okay. Yeah. Somebody there. Obviously, there's somebody Caucasian in her family. Yeah. 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 I, I, I know. I know. I know. She be trying to. She be trying to. Um. She be trying to. You know, talk about. I'm. I'm. I'm down for polygyny and whatever. I'll be a cool sister wife. Listen, sis. But at the end of the day, <laughs> it just now became cool to say i'm loving my 4c hair come on y'all yeah come on y'all do don't don't make me take y'all back down memory lane okay i don't want to do this to y'all all right <laughs> okay now let's get into uh featureism featureism so that to me that would that would it would have to mean possibly eye color bone structure i'm not sure what she meant by featureism that could be anything that could be complexion related i don't know texturism is definitely all about the hair that's that 4c 3c talk and then fat phobia um so yeah if you want to say that black women the majority of them want you want you to accept them as they are and not have to put in no work and not have to maintain a certain frame and and weight i get all that i get all that so yeah i'm with you when you say yeah they, they want us to accept them as they are they don't want to put in no work i get it 
I get it. I get it. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Erica said, where this woman I need? Uh, oh, she's on IG. She used to be on YouTube. Uh, she still has a YouTube channel, I believe. Uh, it was Goddess, Goddess Ayana or Goddess Divine. Like she's a tall, lanky, yellow chick. She's got freckles. She's cute. You know, I, I'd fuck her. But her hair is... N- <sighs> Bruh. She's got some coarse ass hair. You know who also has coarse, extremely coarse hair, and she's a very light-skinned yellow chick. She's the loving hip-hop chick. I forget her name. She's cute as she's cute too, but her hair is n- thick. Her hair is very, very coarse. I follow her on IG too, but she's a loving hip-hop chick. She's one of the strippers. I forget her name, y'all. All right. So the the okay. So featureism, lips, nose. Okay, so we all know, like, I don't know, like, I, I like a woman with big lips, so I don't think that's a bad thing. I don't, you know, like the typical big nose, big lipped. Um, now, I, I get the lighter you go, then, you know, the lips get smaller, the cheekbones come up, become a little bit more sharper and angled, so that's more of a European thing. I, I, I guess that's my best guess at when she mentions featureism. Okay, uh, and then of course with the fat phobia is is nonsense. Like who the fuck wants a fat chick? Like I mean, and I mean fat like you just eat whatever you want and you're not active and you just think someone's just gonna run up on you. But the problem is, dude, you do run up on fat chicks. Okay, so I don't know where she gets the fat phobia from because I listen. I, I you see it all the time. It's a bunch of fat women that have dudes. Who's the IG, the, the, the TikTok couple, the big fat girl always being up on a boyfriend, little skinny dude. Y'all see that shit? <laughs> right. Remember over Thanksgiving, it, uh, the big, the big girl was beating up on a little dude and he's crying and shit. Talking about, he's a little, he's a little guy. He's a little trail. <laughs> Nick knows this shit. Little trail. <laughs> you know what's bad if Nick knows what I'm, who I'm talking about. His girl is easily three times his size. He's a little dude and she's a big girl. She's big. She's tall. She's big. And she's always beating his ass on camera. And they have a TikTok channel. You know, I'm not cool with the, the abuse thing because that shit ain't cool. But she be whooping his ass, man. And he ain't going nowhere. Now, it could be because he ain't got shit, a, a pot to piss in, but fat chicks be be pulling dudes. I'm just saying it's not cool to be fat just to be like eating and laying up. Like, no, you got to be active. You got to, you know, diabetes is not sexy. Hyper, uh, high, uh, high cholesterol is not sexy. Hypertension is not, is not sexy. You know what I'm saying? Arteries and arterial sclerosis is not sexy. But the fat phobia thing, that's bullshit. Ain't nobody scared of fat chicks. Plenty of fat chicks getting dudes. Let me get on. Let's get on with this. This nonsense. Um, recent podcast culture has gotten rid of the subtext. There is no need to read between the lines anymore. It is no longer subtle. More and more black male podcasters. That's mainly YouTubers. Let's just cut the bullshit. These days proudly tout their misogynoir or misogynoir because it is so profitable to publicly shit on black women online. Once again, this is BS. There's no black man making goo gobs of money online bashing black women. In fact, we would tell you that bashing black women is bad for business, right? 
every black male that has a, a microphone and a mixer knows that bashing black women is utterly bad for business. So I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Let's get to the next slide in no particular order. Far beyond silly conversations. Okay. The conversations happening on some popular black male podcasts are extremely anti-black and misogynistic. Now I wish you would have named names because right now you're lumping everybody that has melanin and that's a male and has, that has a podcast. This is very disingenuous. She's casting a very, very broad net. Okay. So if someone's reading this, they're going to, and you come on YouTube and you see a black and you see me, oh, fucking this super sly, he's, he's a misogynist, like, bitch, you don't even listen to what the fuck I be saying, even though I just said bitch. <laughs> this is very disingenuous. She's casting a very, very wide net. And then she continues to say that in many ways, they are indistinguishable from white supremacist ideology. Listen to that shit. Run, run it back again, Stone Cold. The crowd, they said, in many ways. They are indistinguishable from white supremacist ideology. Yeah, white supremacist ideology. White supremacist ideology. These conversations peddle racist ideas about black women being innately aggressive, existential threats to black men's masculinity, and characterize black women as a problem that needs solving. Now, let's be honest. We all know the science. Black women produce more testosterone than any other woman. It tends to make them a little bit more aggressive. That's what happens when female bodybuilders take testosterone. What happens? You take on manly characteristics. The voice gets deeper. The brows become a little bit more furred. You get that acne, right? You're very short-tempered. How did I know this? Because I, I know from personal experience. I used to date a bodybuilder back in the day. And when she was on cycles, she was very, very violent and very aggressive. Now, don't, don't sit here and be like, oh, Slav's getting his ass whooped. No, Slav's not getting his ass whooped. Okay. Slide never, never got his ass whooped. And, okay? Not at least by no goddamn woman. Now listen. Now when she was on her cycle, when she was cycling for competitions and shows and shit, she was very violent. Very short-tempered. Anything would set her off. When she's off her cycle, she's the sweetest thing. She was the sweetest fucking pussycat of a woman. Now mind you, this woman, at, at, at competition, she was 5'10", 175. Now when she's, in, uh, when she's off season, we say in season, off season, off season, she was 5'10", 200. In season, she's 5'10", 175. And I don't give a fuck who you are. Uh, a woman 5'10", 200 pounds is a problem. She's a problem. Okay, I don't give a fuck what your fighting skill set is. A woman that's 5'10", 200 pounds that's fucking jacked is a problem. So it was, it wasn't, she wasn't whooping my ass, but it was like, okay, bitch, I'm going to hit you with every goddamn thing in this house to get you up off me. <laughs> And sometimes that's what happened. Uh, but uh, yeah, so um, <laughs> existential threats to black men's masculinity. Um, I'm not, I, I don't know. Do we, do we call that subjective? Do we call that subjective? Oh, yo, London Link, thank you for the super chat. That's a if you need if you need to help blink twice. I'm not, I'm good. I, I listen, that was like one of my first videos I ever made on YouTube was my my dating experience with her. But you know, dating her was cool because I got to see the whole another side of the bodybuilding fitness world and all the deep dark secrets and all the ugly shit behind it. 
So now nah, it was very eye opening. So I'm I'm very um happy for that experience. I mean, we, the last time I talked to her was you know seven eight years ago. So she's in a good headspace. You know, she doesn't compete anymore. So she's a, she's a fitness trainer now. But you know, anywho, let's continue. Um, and characterize black women as a problem that needs solving. Now this is very dangerous rhetoric right here. Because you, you talk about somebody as a problem that needs to be solved. I, I, I think violence. I mean, because I'm, it's my skewed viewpoint. But if someone says, hey, man, I got a problem that needs to be solved. And we're talking about, you know, humans. I'm thinking, okay, someone needs to be, somebody needs to be up out of here. It's a problem. Like it, 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 it requires violence, right? So that's very, very disingenuous. Very, this is very misleading. And then she continues to say, some black feminists are even going as far as to liken themselves, uh, these conversations to the ones happening in incel spaces, largely spearheaded by extremist white men. Now I have no say so in that. Okay. Um, but now remember the one guy in Florida, they went through his hard drive and found out he watched a lot of coach Greg Adams. Okay. And then, you know, you can, you can bring up, uh, the Rory McLean dude that has associations with, uh, 21 studios. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm, this is a slippery slope, a very, very slippery slope. Okay. Let's get on to the next slide. Like I said, after this, I'm, 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 I'm going to get off. I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend all night on this shit. Here we go. Now, this is how she frames it. This is how she frames it. Okay. The Manosphere is essentially a collection of men-led blogs, websites, podcasts, and forums that promote sexist beliefs. Once again, if you are a man and you have a podcast, she's already uh, dumping this on you, that you promote sexist, sexist beliefs. The Manosphere encompasses men's rights activists, incels, and more groups that promote extremist and dangerously outdated beliefs about women. Okay. Men of all races who celebrate and frequent these platforms are united by one thing, their unwavering commitment to misogyny. So if men come together to self-improve, to build, to take back their neighborhoods, to get rid of the drug dealers and hold politicians accountable, uh, it's under the guise of misogyny. Do you see how very, very disingenuous and very dangerous this is? Okay. Now it may not have legs today, but if enough outlets pick up on this, if enough women get behind this, then it could be a problem next year. Okay. And then she continues to say a commitment that they feel entitles them to high online engagement. I, I can almost bet she's come across obsidian. I can almost guarantee that she's come across Obsidian and all his, his crazy rantings and ravings. You understand? Uh, let's continue. The black manosphere is extremely radicalized version of the general manosphere. So now she differentiates the black between the white. So she's like the black version is the, like the white version 2.0 or white light, the light version. You understand? So the black manosphere is an extremely radicalized version of the general manosphere. So she's saying you guys are more radical than the whites. She's saying you guys are more of a threat than the whites where black women are the primary targets of misogyny. Black men have long internalized harmful ideas about black women. Now here, here we get into the coup de gras. Now, 
Once again, let me run that back. Black men have long internalized harmful ideas about black women, like most people before the internet was even a thought. But the black manosphere has made those ideas especially public, accessible, and profitable. Once again, find me that super nigga that's making a ton of money bashing black women online. That's the first thing. Second thing is, um, she's making a point to say black men are saying this and not the white men. This is, and this is how programming works, people. And the biggest problem of this is, um, the majority of the women will be on code and either not say nothing or support this. Right. And the ones that do speak out will get drowned out and they will get attacked. You know, when a red ant goes into a, 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 a black ant's hive and they just get jumped mercilessly and get ripped to, ripped to shreds, that that's going to happen. That's what would happen to women that say, nah, sis, you, you bugging. Okay. So all of these black female content creators that will come across this, I can most guarantee most of them won't, won't say nothing. You know, like would Paris Milan go against this? No. Would Danica Marie go against this? I, I doubt it. Um, Kendra would, you know, but the majority of, of women, you know, would support this. Right. So and then she also says most people have a, 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 a have, have an idea of wanting to hurt black women. That's most. So she's saying people. So that's, that's red people, yellow people, white people, black people, brown people, right? She didn't say, she said the word people. She's, she's saying most people have a, have long internalized harmful ideas about black women, like most people. Y yeah, y'all need to see. So for all those niggas, that's like, oh, there ain't going to be no problem. I'm okay. You, you. Y'all can like what Pimp C say. Y'all was waving the BMF flag when it was good. When they was getting locked up and thrown in jail and, and killed, y'all put the flag down. So I'm gonna need all you manosphere niggas. Um, keep keep them flags up. Keep them flags up. When she, when shit gets bad, you know what's funny? How many guys abandoned ship when that hit list came out? Let's have a, a sidebar real quick. When that hit list came out. When that hit list came out a few years ago and guys were getting their channels left and right is getting hit. Niggas was like, fuck this shit. Like, ah, nah, if this would, you know what I'm saying? If this is what it takes, nah, right? Dudes were shook. And if your name was on that list, you were trying to like hell to get your name off that damn list. Okay. This is, and here's, here's my thing. And I, I, me personally, I do believe in some form of there should be some moderate censorship because shit like this is not why my uncle went to Vietnam. I do not want, I, I don't want guys like Nick Taylor having to, having, having to dodge bullets for dumb shit like this. So no, me personally, I don't believe in free speech like that. This is nonsense. This is extremely dangerous. You understand? But that's my personal, you know what I'm saying? Believe because you give people free will, they, they come up with dumb shit like this. This is what happens when you give people free will to say and do whatever they want with, 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 you know, with impunity, right? Let's get on to the next slide. One, two, three, four, five. Now here's where I, 
Now, I have a different outtake on this. She said the black man is fair today. She has the, uh, the snippet from, from Fresh and Fit. Uh, she said the Fresh and Fit podcast led by Gaines and Fresh has recently come under fire for their treatment of rapper Asian Doll. Some statements they made last year about black women have resurfaced. And then she gives the, state, the, the snippet of the conversation. Do y'all remember when Asian Doll called black women dark and crispy? Do y'all remember when Asian doll called dark skinned women dark and crispy? I do. Does anybody else remember that last year? Not even, it wasn't even a, a year ago. It's about six months ago. Now y'all, the Asian doll act, act like she's light skinned. Bitch, you, you, you darker than me. But does anybody remember when Asian doll called dark skinned women dark and crispy? Okay, I'm gonna take it as a no. Now, Asian doll, she's not Asian. So ain't, ain't she doing cultural appropriation, right? You're not even Asian. So what's Asian about you? But, okay, but let, let's continue. And then it gives the uh, breakdown of the, of the the snippet of the conversation. Now, once again, I'm going to keep saying it. Gaines specified the type of black woman he doesn't want to be dealt with. He said, hey, hey, bro, if you want to date a bunch of Shaniquas, go for it. And Fresh says LaQuisha. Now we all know the Keishas are the women we don't want we don't want to deal with. The Keishas are the ones we always point the finger at and say, hey, do you guys are part of the reason why the community is all fucked up. You're part of the reason why these these, these young boys are acting like supergirls, right? It's the Keishas. And then he went on to say the Night Riders, and I, I, I get it. I I get it. I get it. But he specified a type of black woman he doesn't want to deal with. You understand? I'm just trying to be fair about this. And then he said, sometimes if they're red bone, okay, well, ain't black women, ain't, ain't, ain't black women red bones too. So are red bones, not black women, are Creole women, not black women. Right. So he says, but like in general, me and fresh don't dabble in the dark. If you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. If we take out the night riders, are we having this discussion? If we take out the night riders, are we having this discussion? Cause this is not, this is not what he, what he said outside of Knight Riders is not offensive. I don't think, but I could be wrong, but I could be wrong. Okay. Let's continue with the next slide and no particular order. Uh, Gene says that the censorship short is, is too broad and too disingenuous. I, I hear you. I hear you. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna hold on. Let me check my email. Nick doesn't send me an email of some ratchetness. I know it's ratchet. Okay, liberalism. Oh, no. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Damn it, Nick. He's <laughs> Nick is a fool for this shit. You know what? Since it's going to Patreon. Okay. You know what? I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to roll the dice. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. So many things going on on my laptop. All right, give me give me one moment. Let me pull up with Nick's. Just I will give you a brief, brief snapshot. Good lord, good lord. 
Here we go. Okay. Wait. Download. Now this isn't. If you gonna blame anybody, tonight is definitely Nick Taylor's fault. I, fuck all that. This is all Nick Taylor's fault. Get rid of that. Get rid of that. Okay. Okay. I can't believe I'm gonna put this up. Hold up. This this the shit. See? This the shit. <laughs> but this is basically toxic feminist liberalism at its finest. Oh, let me show it. Let me show y'all real quick. Let me show y'all real quick. Uh, there you are. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. You ready? It's going to be really brief, but this is when I hear this rhetoric, this is what I think about. Ready? Here we go. That's what I think about. That's what I, that's what I imagine. That's what I imagine. That shit right there. That's what I imagine. Okay. So now let's get back into it. Once again, this is all sponsored courtesy of Nick Taylor. Any issues or problems, uh, please, uh, I will give you his email. Y'all can let him know how dissatisfied you were with the show tonight. (laughs) Okay. She continues to say the black ministry inspires casual online hatred for black women. Inspires casual online hatred for black women. Casual online hatred for black women. I don't even know what that is. That makes no sense. And then let me get back on the fresh and fit thing real quick. Real, real, real quick. Hear me out. Hear me out. If black men were truly on code, everybody would get behind fresh and fit. Everybody. Everybody. Every man that believes in in this this stuff and if their content is based on stuff like this every man in that space in that sector should get behind fresh and fit regardless you know why because women do it all of the fucking time women say the most outlandish outrageous fucked up shit and guess what they're either silent or they're vocal in their support that is what it means to be gender first and i'm gonna keep saying it until I'm blue in the face. None of those niggas down the street can ever d- d- debate my, my point. Until you niggas become gender first. Everything y'all talk about is nonsense. I don't give a fuck how well you break down women. I don't care. You can be the woman whisperer. Until you niggas become gender first. Period. 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 Gender first. That means putting the man first. Fuck these bitches. All about the men. M-A-N. M-E-N. Okay? That's what that means. Gender first. I don't give a fuck what the man, your fellow brother done did. You lock arms with him. And then you have to fight behind the scenes. Period. 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 All right, let me, let me get off the fresh and fit thing. Okay. 
Violence against women is a highly memeified, famous, and everyday black women are publicly humiliated for content and clicks when they come forward about interracial abuse. For example, Megan Thee Stallion. Okay, let's kind of dissect that part. Um, violence against black women is highly memeified. Um, everybody gets memeified. And you know where I get most of my stuff from? From Twitter? All the all the fuck shit from women, I get it from women. Like when Nick asks me, "Yo, where'd you get this from?" I'll be like, "Twitter." But they, it comes from black women. They post this dumb shit all day, every day, all day, every day. All right. Uh, let's see. And then she says that black women are a public human. They they humiliate themselves. Like how many videos have I made? And Nick has made. Truth is, anybody has made. That have come directly from a black woman's phone. You see her face. You hear, you hear her voice. You know what I'm saying? When the bitch get run, gets ran over by a car. Oh girl. Are you okay? Get up girl. Get up girl. <laughs> it, it comes from black women. And then the Megan Thee Stallion is a very poor example. Very poor choice. Because we all know. Tori's going to beat that case. We all know she was shot by Kelsey. Her friend. And not Tori. And guess who's dragging Megan Thee Stallion now on Twitter? It's the women. So that is just, I disregard that shit. She says black women's facial features are even casually likened to dogs and men in some Twitter discourse. But when y'all, when y'all said Snoop looked like a Doberman when he first came out, but okay. For example, Ari Lennox, Tiana Taylor, and Serena Williams. Some black men even shame black women for being baby mamas, but they rarely hold black men who are, who abandon. Par- I'm not going to get into this now. Parental responsibility accountable and rarely have the same energy for Kylie Jenner's word. Uh, Jenner's of the world who are also baby mamas. Kylie Jenner is a fucking billionaire S she, I don't even, you can't even correlate the two. I, I don't, I don't understand what the fuck she was talking about. Uh, who, who gave me a super chat? Super chat. Thank you, DC. Appreciate it. Um, I'm not going to get to all this, this nonsense with the RE and Tiana. I, I, I've never heard a man call Tiana Taylor ugly or a dog. I've never heard that. Now, Serena has a very masculine face, but guess what? Niggas would fuck, would, would fuck on Serena. Wait a minute, wait. Did she forget Serena had access to some of the most eligible black bachelors? Serena was at one point with Drake. She was at one point with Common. So I, I don't understand. Once again, she's, she's trying to elicit emotions. Okay. This is not a logic based rant. This is not a logic based post. This is an emotional, uh, post. It's designed to garner and elicit certain feelings about a certain segment of people. It's not based on logic or fact. It wasn't very well thought out. Okay. Uh, and then she goes, black manosphere culture high, promotes intraracial hyper scrutiny and surveillance of black women. Um, that is to me is subjective. That to me is subjective because everybody doesn't be, I don't know. I don't know. She, she lost me with this one. Yeah. She lost me with that one. All right, let's continue with the, the next slide in no particular order. All right. <laughs> 
popular manosphere discourse that specifically targets black women what do women bring to the table i mean i think every man of any race has asked this question or whatever the case may be or has a certain expectation of a woman when they're courting she says in a recent viral iteration of this tired debate a black man on the eight at the table podcast essentially argued that black women have nothing to offer in romantic partnerships even when they are the breadwinners. That's a subjective point. Okay. Uh, that's a very subjective point. Because I can, we can, we, we all know about those certain content creators that support black women, even in their dysfunction. So that is subjective to me. The next point is, he belittles black women domestic work by saying that everything black women can do for the home, cooking, cleaning, rearing children can be bought by hiring a maid and is not a valuable contribution. Uh, you know, that's a subjective argument. I mean, it, it can be done, but is that, does that provide the nurturing and mothering for the child? No. Once again, that's a subjective argument. I don't even care for that. Then she continues this discourse path, uh, pathologist, pathologist, uh, she, yeah, she misspelled the pathologist black women for desiring romantic partnership. Like most women do because some black men believe black women deserve nothing, not even romantic love. Okay. So that's somebody's opinion. Uh, this discourse posits that women must be useful to men in order to matter and questions black men's uh, black women's use rendering black women disposable. Once again, these are just opinions. These are just opinions. These are opinions. Uh, this woman is batshit crazy. And any man who deals with her, God bless you. Let's continue with the, I think this is the final slide here. This is the last one in no particular order. Oh, and here we go. Everyone is chronically online these days, engaging in discourse, watching discourse unfold from the sidelines, absorbing opinions and forming their own. Our behavior online is not completely contained to the online sphere. Our behavior online informs how we treat people offline. We have seen how echo chambers can inspire offline violence. Oh, and then she mentioned January 6th. Mm -mm. Bad analogy. Bad analogy. With black women, you see what the frame, she's framing this, right? She's framing this. Oh my God, this is silly. With black women leading all races of women in experiencing intraracial violence. Hmm. Now, I, I don't know about that. I would have to go see. Now, I would have to look up the FBI stats. See, uh, yeah, yeah. Unless she, uh, she, unless she's quoting or sourcing like at the FBI stats, I'm not going to believe that. But she says, uh, with black women leading all races of women and in experiencing interracial violence. Now, if they date out the least. So in her words, if we know they date out the least or they're the, they're the least chosen for, for interracial. Okay. Oh, it's just an interracial. Never mind. No, that's not, that doesn't work either because, um, lesbians pretty much are neck and neck with, um, man, woman violence. So that's a false, that's a false narrative. That's a false narrative. It is important that individuals and social media platforms start holding the black manosphere accountable for gender discrimination, hate speech, and mis misogyny noir. This is what censorship looks like. 
This is what it sounds like. Okay. How do you hold an online community responsible unless you individually punish each channel that's associated with it? And then how do you determine each channel's affiliation with said online community? You know what I'm saying? Um, that's not feasible. That's not realistic, but you see the rhetoric is there, but you see the rhetoric is there, you know? So let's see how the, what the, the temperature is six months from now, a year from now. Oh, and you know what I noticed? I noticed somebody has been awfully quiet. Um, Spencer Holman, the actual copyright owner of the black manosphere. He's been awfully quiet on certain some of these topics and i can understand why so what i surmise is what he's he's about to do he's about to wait for everybody to take the hit from whoever whatever and then he'll come out when the smoke is cleared uh renzo thank you for the cash app bro I love that. Let's hear it again, just because. I just had to. I'm sorry. I just love that clip. I'm sorry. Um. Damn. I just lost my. Oh, Spencer Holman. Spencer Holman is, is awfully quiet. I'm sure he's on. And you know. In 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 the in behind the curtain gathering um ads and sponsorships and the political affiliations i believe he's going to wait till certain iterations of the manosphere go down or 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 either go down go away or get decimated and he's going to come out when the smoke clears you know that motherfucker that got the rifle but won't bust you know what i'm saying everybody's like yo shoot your gun <laughs> bust your gun <laughs> and he's like you know, he's that type. So he's going to wait till all this smoke clears. Listen, he, you may not hear from this guy for another year or two. Okay. Keep in mind, you may not hear from Spencer for another year or two. Okay. Cause right now it is hot out here. It is hot out here. If you wave that manosphere flag, it it's hot out here for y'all. The block is definitely hot. Um, what, what Stoney say, or what's, uh, what, uh, Cleo say, Stoney, we hot. So, He's going to wait till the, 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 the smoke clears and he'll come out with a brand new, cleaner, diluted, whitewashed version of the Manosphere and none of you niggas will have anything to do with it. I keep saying there's three, there's three Manospheres. You got uh, the black woman Manospheres running around here making content. You got the, the non-copyright, your, your obsidian, um, them niggas, right? And then you have the official recognized, will be recognized uh, version of it with Spencer Holman. So <laughs> I say in about 18 months to 24 months, that's when you'll see Spencer Holman start rolling that shit out because um, I haven't heard Kendra D say anything about what's to come, right? Ain't she part of the Spencer Holman crew? So that, that whole entire crew has been kind of been silent as to the moves uh, what's being done behind the scenes, right? They let y'all have that little Manosphere shit in Atlanta. Didn't say nothing, right? Y'all called it a Manosphere meetup, okay? To, to avoid, um, you know, indistinctions or whatever. And 
copyright issues, right? But I, I guarantee, goddamn, to you, when he does come out, you go, you going, he's going to have the like the official Black Manosphere TM at the end, of, at, at the end of every publication, at the end of every signage. Okay, he's going to let you know this is the official version, and it's going to be politicized. He's going to have money's backing him. He's going to have all types of different interest groups in that version of it, and you niggas ain't going to have nothing to say. You're going to have no parts of that shit. I guarantee to you. He'll, he'll, and if you want to get down with this shit, he'll vet. He'll run a background. Well, you know, a light an internet background, but he'll vet your channel. He'll vet you. He won't bring you in unless you benefit his version of the Manosphere, which means you're going to have to chill with all that woman-hating shit. Okay? I'm telling you what's going to happen. Okay? So any nigga that thinks he's going to get on that Spencer Holman train when it begins to run 2024, Right? election time okay you're gonna have to water that shit down and then you're gonna have to make your channel uh you're gonna have to scrub a lot of that shit off your channel you i'm you anybody's feel free to debate me on that feel free to debate me on that yeah yeah destroy and rebuild yeah so when he's ready to launch the new official manosphere, I guarantee all you guys, it, y'all ain't gonna, it ain't gonna happen the way you think. And like I said, to get down with him, you're gonna have to change a whole lot of your rhetoric. You're gonna have to start promoting more women. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have, to have uh, women positive talking points, right? Okay, like having conversations with him is a good start, but it's not good enough. You're going to have to start promoting women-based agendas. Mark my words. 24 months from now, come back to me and, and tell me how, how well this stream aged. So, uh, let's see. I've been on for an hour. I'm going to get out of here. It's late. I'm tired. I, I didn't want to ramble on too long. Thank you for everybody that donated tonight and everybody that came through to hang out. Um, yeah. If I'm wrong, I, which I'm not. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, moving forward, uh, Manosphere, the non-official Manosphere, you guys better have a plan of action now. See, okay, you better have something, you better start working on something concrete. Like, it's tight. I'm telling you what it is. I'm telling you what time it is. And, and watch, I can almost guarantee you that Spencer Holman's Manosphere will be um, Democrat or liberal based. Mark my words, timestamp this, take a screenshot, screen record this shit, power director record this shit. I can guarantee when Spencer Holman unleashes his version of the official black manosphere, it will be a democratic liberal based movement. And when that happens, all you other manosphere niggas are dead in the water. Edneys, thank you. With that being said, do me a favor on the way out. Hit the like button. I bid you all adieu and good night and love and light. And I'll see y'all real soon. Peace.